Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to The Auburn Express. What's up, War Report family? Good man, Ike Jones. We are here. Another morning drop. We're going to talk about the future of Auburn basketball and potential roster outlook for the next season, man. Bruce Pearl said he is already back out on the recruiting trail. So what could the roster look like for this coming season? Y'all know how we do right here, War Report style. Let's drop it off. That is right. The War Report, the morning drop right here. Your man Ike Jones in here with B-Will this Monday, March the 20th. We're talking Auburn basketball. The season is done. We're already looking forward to the next season, on to the next year. B-Will, how you feeling this morning? Um, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. You know, I've, I've come to terms with the performance of the basketball team and, and what the season was. I feel like I've seen people echo this. We probably overachieved a little bit. Um, getting to the round of 32, and then no, it's not the same as last year because last year I think we underachieved a little bit. We should have definitely been a Sweet 16 team with that talent. But this year, 32A, hats off to him. I'm glad Bruce got back to uh, the grind because – that's what needs to happen to get us to the next level again. Yeah. The grind. Recruiting. Let's go. Yeah, man. It's got it's got to happen right now during the offseason. Auburn should be off of their restriction as far as scholarships. So we should have a full complement of scholarship players on the roster next season. What I'm going to show you all is a graphic that shows all of the players that are currently on this team that still have eligibility left and are on scholarship. So this is not going to include anyone who is a walk-on. So when you don't see Lior Berman on here, know that it's because he is not currently a scholarship athlete, even though he does have another year of eligibility. All right. So what it's going to show is the name of the player as well as what classification they will be next season if they're with mm -hmm. Auburn. All right. So let's take a look at this roster and tell me things that look that stand out to you, right? So we've got guards. And what I list as a combo guard is a person that could play guard or a forward. So a okay. big guard or a small forward. Um, then you have your true forwards, power forwards, and true centers here. Again, this is going to this is showing their year classification next season, right? So Wendell Green would be a senior next year, Katie Johnson senior, et cetera, right? So gotcha. um, two more scholarships available. What stands out to you as far as this roster is concerned? Oh, and the ones highlighted in the orange are seniors, but they would be super seniors next year taking advantage of a COVID year if they did return on scholarship for Auburn. Yeah. Uh, what stands out to me is how little 
depth we have at center. Janai Broom played a lot of center for us, but he's a little small for a center. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and being a forward, you could probably get away with playing center if you have some athleticism, but he doesn't really have the athleticism. Uh, he doesn't leap well. Uh, he just he doesn't have the leaping ability that other centers have, um, like Cartwell. Cartwell is actually more athletic than Janab Broom, but Janab Broom is far more skilled, which is why we could put him down there in the post and let him do some work for us. But he was often uh, out of his depth as far as rebounding goes. He had some games where he definitely cleaned up the boards on on the offensive glass. Defensive glass, kind of not so much. It's, we didn't get those games like we got from a Walker Kessler. Mm-hmm. Where it was like, all right, I caught three lobs. I had two easy cleanups around the basket. He's going to get like 10 and 12. We didn't get a lot of that from Janai Broome. His priority was scoring, and he was good at it. So I'm, I'm honestly not mad at it. Different skill sets. But we need some size in there and some size that is more than just a defensive presence. We could probably get away with a, a, just a really good defensive presence, but we need to be very solid um, with the size that we have. We've been out-rebounded several times this season where that probably decided the game. We can't afford to have that again. I think we're always going to face teams in this league that are stout defensively but may have some trouble scoring. And the difference if that happens or if we have trouble scoring is get more possessions. That's it. Just get more tries. Rebound the ball. And if we don't have a pure rebounder anywhere on here, uh, if Chris Moore is going to be a senior next year, I'm sure he'll be healthy going forward. He's really a a hustle defensive rebound. But so, I mean, he said, does those. You said really you're well. sure he's going to be healthy so thus far. Are we sure about that? Like, is Chris Moore a little injury prone? Has he had a I full mean, season of health at Auburn? I don't think he really had nearly as an opportunity to play nearly as many minutes last season. Because he was right. hurt. His, his, is that why he didn't play yes, last season? he was hurt last year. Wait, what was he hurt with last year? I, I don't remember what the injury was, but he was out for a portion of the season last year due to injury, and that limited his availability. I thought he just didn't push his way into the 2D. Nope. But, okay. Wait, that's... Good info for me. So let me not say, I mean, a shoulder injury is tricky, though. It's basketball, man. You're lifting your shoulder over your head all the time. I don't know if he's injury prone or he just got one injury. This season, it seemed like the shoulder kept getting injured. You know, it was one injury that, you know what I'm saying? Wesley Hilson says shin splint slash stress fractures was what held him out last year. Oh, wow. But he didn't have any more of that this year. No. Or any lower body things. If it was consistent lower body injuries, I would probably be more concerned. The fact that it was a shoulder, that's they can tighten it up, rehab, you'll be back going in, in three, four months. I'm not so worried about Chris Moore's availability. I do think he's definitely valuable. He's a true four. He can defend three, four, five, and and do some good work on the on the defensive boards, offensive glass for us. I like him coming back. But we need a big, we need size. We need size and size that inside that is going to be somewhat of a scoring threat as well as a defensive presence. You're not going to play big for Bruce unless you can play some defense. So we have to replace that. And size that can rebound. I think that's probably more critical than I know our combo, our wings are looking thin. We're looking thin at wing. It's a serious issue. We haven't had a good a scorer at wing since Chuma. I just, yeah, I mean, because I, I mean, Okoro was was dynamic, but he wasn't a he scorer could like score. that. Yeah, right, he could score, but he wasn't a guy where you're like, "Oh, get us a bucket," and you felt really confident in the shot that he was going to give you. Right, and I like that about Chuma. I like Okoro though. It's like you you come into these situations where, all right, 
outstanding defensively, but are you a liability on the offensive end? No. Mm-hmm. And the same thing for Walker Kessler. Outstanding defensively, but are you a liability at the five? No. He can make it happen. Your offense can run with him on the floor. And I, I think that's the same um, that we kind of found these situations with players here in the last couple of years where you're great at one thing, but when it comes to the other thing, I might not even be able to have you out there. Yeah. Like the offense suffered when Cartwell was on the floor. Right. And that's like that's something like I can't trust you. He can get his hands on the board, but he's gonna he might not be able to keep his hands on it and finish, or he's gonna gather and, and get too low instead of staying high to finish the ball. Things that should have been boards weren't boards. We lost possession. Things where he got the boards that should have been easy scores, they weren't. Now we're working it back out, trying to find the shot, and we don't shoot well enough to consistently score the ball in those situations. So we need whoever it's gonna be. We know Bruce is not gonna slack defensively, right? If you're going to come in here and star for Bruce, you're going to be sound defensively. Who is that going to be at the five? It's got to be the portal because we don't have, I don't think the 23 class, I don't think we have a five committed. I know no, the 24 the class, got the Peyton Marshall class is Aiden Holloway. Everybody's Holloway. Yeah. Um, we're going to, if, if we're going to get anybody new, it's going to be via the transfer portal. So let's, mm-hmm. let's jump back to the graphic because I want to ask you another question about these highlighted names. Of those yeah. three, how many of those three do you feel like return for a COVID year? Not what you think they should do. What do you think right. is the likely scenario that they will do? I think it's likely. The most likely outcome is that Jalen Williams comes back. Okay. And that's the only one. That's, I think that's the most likely outcome. I think Flanagan probably goes. I don't know where Flanagan goes. Because if you're saying uh, if, if he, he got evaluated by NBA scouts last year. And he heard enough to say, okay, I'm going to come back. Mm -hmm. He did play better towards the end of the season. Mm -hmm. But I still see things in Flanny's game where they're going to say, but that's not good enough to to make the jump to the next level. Like, he can, he has the athleticism to get to the basket. He doesn't finish at a high enough percentage around the basket. It's like he's there, his body's there, he's going to get contact. He doesn't shoot free throws consistently enough for that to be a plus by itself. He needs to get there and finish. He doesn't finish around the rim that well. It was, it. I want to say out of control. Sometimes him scoring looks out of control. I think it's just how he, his body looks when he's playing ball, though. I don't think he's out of control. I just doesn't think, I don't think he finishes consistently around the basket enough. And of course, his outside shot was hit or miss. It started to be hit. Now, it started to hit towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a plus, but that's one month out of like, what, four? And so if you're a scout, what do you make of Alan Flanagan? You see the defensive intensity. That's going to get you some looks. Consistently scoring, though. Like, I, I would still take an Okoro over a, a one-year Okoro over a fourth-year Alan Flanagan at this point from what he showed me on the floor. Okoro looked consistent and the ability to hit the outside shot even somewhat consistently. Like, that whole team, though, I, I you know, I, I think a lot of that 19-20 team. I, I think that's the issue with Flanagan is, has he shown enough to get to the NBA? No. Has he shown enough to get to the G League? Maybe. So you, you think that at minimum we will have four scholarship spots available for Coach Pearl to go out here and go get somebody to fill out this roster a little bit more. Looking at this, sure. I, I would say the the wing and the big is where that roster spot availability should fill up. If we're going to get yeah. two to four players, that's where I would concentrate. We need six four to six seven, and then you want to go six eight to six to, to seven one even right like you want to get right. bigs 
that are truly in there. I think we're good at the the smaller end of the guard spectrum but with Trey Donaldson and, um, coming on, Aiden Holloway coming in, and then you still have Wendell Green and Katie Johnson there. Um, so last question I have for you before we get to the comments and, and, and get, get your comments ready on players that you feel like um, are not going to return for Auburn. And then we'll talk about some of the stuff that we feel like is available out there maybe we'll get into that a little bit we might save that for another show about what we think they'll go and get based upon what's available right now but of the names that are here in white boxes Mm -hmm. which of those do you feel like will not be returning um oh you know it's it's hard to make I, i know i watched the show yesterday i wasn't on so i'll talk about wendell green's post right after the game mm-hmm. I know these guys are emotional after games, particularly after losses. And Ike, you've been there in, in post-game uh, conferences, and you've commented on how hard Wendell in particular takes losses. Mm-hmm. He He's caught a lot of the criticism. And I understand that for him, with, with how much work you know these guys put into it, but he's carrying a lot of the load as the point guard. And he has personally come up short in some situations. I don't think everything is is on him, but... I just realized I don't have Johan Treor on this graphic, though. And that's my... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a forward we got to put on there. We got to count for him. Um, I... I think there's a chance... I wonder if that's something where Wendell was just reacting and and his folks talk him off the cliff. You know what I mean? I, I, I wonder. I wonder about that. Treyor and Wendell would be the two where I go, all right, what are y'all going to do? I think they're the, the two most likely to not be here that are in white. Uh, it's tough, man. It's tough because you see what Trey Donaldson did and you think, all right, hey, we got somebody who can who can run things. Cool. Mm-hmm. He's taller, more physical. Um, he's got some growth to do because, of course, he's he didn't actually get practice running the offense like Wendell did. He didn't get last late game shots like Wendell did. So we don't really know what we're getting as far as a guard who's going to carry us late in the game. But Treyor is pretty easy because he didn't do much at all this season. He didn't get much burn at all. So you got to wonder, all right, do, do you want to come back? That's the first question. Are you bought in? Like we saw Chance Westry say, hey, I didn't get a chance to get it this year. My knee was hurt. But he's itching to get back out there for this team. He, he's definitely rooted in this team. Mm-hmm. Treyor, we don't know that. We haven't heard from Treyor. Oh, I'm, I can't wait to get back out there. I see what I'm, I need to work on. I see how I'm growing. I'm ready to make that leap next season. We haven't seen that from Treyor. We've seen that. We've heard that. I was actually uh, an interview. I think AL.com did it for on Westry. Mm-hmm. But for Treyor, we don't know. So if we can count on Westry, sure. Treyor, I don't know. And you wonder, all right, well, what, what are we getting from him if he does stay? Or what would we be losing if he left? No idea. I think he's a developmental piece. And I'm sure Bruce is is cool developing guys. Bruce loves developing guys. But does Treyor have the intangibles, the the I'm going to get it no matter what? Does, is he going to be committed defensively to being a better player? Who knows? And if he's not up for that challenge or he feels like another opportunity somewhere is going to be a better immediate return for him, I can see him leaving. Treyor and Wendell are, are the ones I think probably least likely to come back. Drop.
War Report family, you are listening to The Morning Drop, where we talk about the most recent and relevant Auburn sports news. We broadcast live from The War Report's YouTube channel on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 Central Time. You're welcome to come watch it live, but the live chat is reserved for our YouTube channel members only. So come on by, become a member, and get active in the best Auburn sports community on the webs. We'll be right back after we pay a couple bills. Thanks for sticking around through the ad break. Now here's the rest of your morning drop. We are going to get into the comments section here and hear your thoughts on next year's team. Who are the people who you all think will not be returning? The people who you are expecting to have a good season next year? All of that stuff. But we will start here with uh, Michael Carlisle saying, Ike, we need size. Uh, He thinks that the roster just doesn't have enough size on it. What are your thoughts about this, B-Will? I mean, it's it's bored itself out. Uh, I think we were, it's it's so it's weird, right? We had a lot of size last year, uh, not at the guard position, which is really where I think we probably needed more size more because we kind of we won one game and then we were out of the tournament. But about tournament play with the size that we had last year, we won the SEC mm-hmm. with with a lot of size last year, and that's the difference. I know a lot of people like to measure by postseason success, and I'm one of those people as well. I do think it it means something, but. We won the regular season SEC title with the size that we had. It's because we had an absolute monster in the middle defending, getting rebounds, and getting some easy buckets for us. So, yes, we need size. I would love to see some at the guard position and at the five. Is is that size available? Bruce has done a good job recruiting a big man. Like, Janai Broom's technically a four, but he was worth the scholarship. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Him coming in here and the same thing with Walker Kessler the, the year before. Two transfers, that immediate impact. You could say, uh, while not our best player, I still maintain Walker Kessler was our most important player of 2021 and 20, the 21-22 season. And now, Janai Broom, where would we be without his presence down low and his scoring this year? Uh, he's done it in the portal two years in a row when it came to a big man. I think Bruce needs to go do it again. Get this one. Yep. Leanne jumps in and says, I think Flan goes whether it's the portal or the G League thinks that he is out of here. Yeah, I I could see it. I I wonder, I don't know, like your dad's here and you're you got a spot here. Why would you give that up? If you're if you still need to develop, Mm -hmm. why would you leave? What is there to get out there that's better than what you got here? I mean, maybe it's the portal. So, you know, it's it's difficult with one of those situations. And and I'll, I'll say this about him and Wendell Green, um, when you feel like you're getting a lot of undue criticism. And this is, I always mm-hmm. relate this to the Bo Nix. I, I forever will call this the Bo Nix effect now. Mm-hmm. Of where you, where you feel like you're getting too much criticism. You are, you know, the, the coach's son in Flanagan's situation. And maybe a fresh start is just what you need to be able to get out there and enjoy the game a little bit more. Um, and then in Wendell's situation, just the constant crit- criticism. I mean, the guy was second team all SEC this year and people were acting like he's some scrub that can't hoop. Um, and, you know, he took a lot of criticism for things that, you know, he he did, right? Like, it's not as if he didn't right. do those things, but it, it's, I think, to to act as if he's not a good basketball player considering what he did from an assist standpoint, what he was doing from a scoring standpoint, leading the team in scoring for the vast majority of the season. I think it's just kind of crazy to like distill him down to his bad moments without giving him credit for the good ones, which there were way more good moments than there were bad. So, um, 
you know, I, I, that's, I think those would be the only reasons why I could see either of them walking away. Um, but hopefully that is not the case for either because I'd like to see both of those young men come back. Yeah. Uh, Michael Carlisle jumps back in and says, love trade next year at PG. I'm not mad at that. I am not mad at that. The only thing I worry about with Trey is Holloway is a small guard, like six feet, six one. Uh, I'm not sure. So if if Trey's running point, I don't know if Holloway is a certified point guard. I know he's a shooter. Like that's that's been borne out on on every every clip I've seen of him. He is shooting very well. However, Trey, I don't know what's Trey's role if Holloway is your point. I don't, I don't, I don't know that too. Trey plays well as an off guard, but what I right. saw from Trey in those two games in the um, tournament, if he can shoot like that consistently, right? please come do that again for 20-some games next season, sir. Yeah. If we can yeah. get 20 games of him shooting that well, I know there's more than 20 games in the season, I'm just saying, but if we can get 20 games of that kind of productivity in the right. regular season from him, uh, we, we'll, we'll automatically be a better team just because you right. can't leave him so, and he has the quickness to get to the, to the rim. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. I'm, I'm all in favor of that. Yeah. Uh, We've got to find a way to make that work. Yeah. Kathy Ferguson jumps in and says, I love Trey. He might get taller over the summer. This is a distinct possibility. He is a true yeah. freshman. Some kids don't stop growing until they're 19, 20 years old. So he yeah. could, you know, come back next summer, six, two, six, three, you know, who knows? That'd be awesome. That would be amazing. Awesome. Uh, Matt Reeves comes back and he can already jump. So like if he puts another two inches on, bro, like yeah, that could cool. be scary. <laughs> um, Flan is gone. Stretch will probably go. Of those people on the people on that graphic, I do think that Stretch is the most likely to not uh, come back just because I don't, I mean, he wasn't getting playing time this year and we clearly mm-hmm. needed. When Dylan Cardwell was hurt and Janai Broom was starting at center and came out of the game, he went to Johan Treor instead of Stretch right. to give us big man minutes. Right. In the yeah. Alabama game, everybody fouled out, and he went to a small ball lineup with Chris Moore at the five rather than right. giving Stretch minutes. Right. I see absolutely no reason that if Stretch wants to play one more year of college basketball, that he would do it at Auburn. Right. I mean, it might be a situation where they go to him, it's like, hey, man, listen, appreciate you. It's been great. But the old football conversation after the spring, like, you're not going to get to play here. We need that scholarship. Why don't we find somewhere for you to go? And, you know, he goes ahead and finds somewhere else. Yeah, like I said, if, if he wants to use that that COVID year, I just, I, I'm not seeing a reason why he would do it here because he's clearly not going to get any minutes. Like, it is yeah. it is abundantly clear. You had opportunities, even if it was just in scrub duty, to get minutes. Like, they emptied the bench and put in uh, Chandler Leop- Leopard or whatever his name is before they put straight. Like it's just he just never got yeah. in the game, dog. Like ever. Yeah. I just yeah. don't, I don't know. Like I just don't know why he would stay. So, yeah. um, Michael Carlisle thinks all three go: Jalen, Flan, and Stretch. I think I think Jalen might come back. I, I, I'm 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 with you of the three. I think Jalen is the most likely to return just because I think he has the most to work on. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think he has the biggest pro potential of the three based upon yeah. just his his already unique set of skills and abilities. Um, I, I, I mean, I think that he's the most 
of the best pro prospect based upon what he's shown on the court. I think Alan Flanagan is the biggest pro prospect based upon what his ceiling is just because of his athleticism. He already has a little bit better handle on the ball. He already plays better defense, in my opinion. I think he just needs to show it a little bit more consistently on the floor post injury. I think Alan Flanagan probably is the most has the highest ceiling as a pro, but Jay Will is probably the most pro ready of the three if you were to ask me today. But I think Jay Will is the most likely to come back because Alan Flanagan has that high ceiling. I could see him go again, test the waters and see whether or not it makes more sense for him to go G League or for him to come back on some sort of um, situation where he's getting some NIL deal or something like that. I can see that. I can see that for sure. Um, Haley jumps in and says, we need a bucket getter. Um, there are plenty of people who echo this sentiment. Uh, Anthony Rudd said, I want certified snipers, at least two kids that can knock down about 39% of threes. 39% is a high three. That's high. That's high. 35 would be great. Yeah. 39, if, if there, if we have two guys that shoot 39%, depending upon what clip they shoot the ball, like how many threes they're taking per game. Yeah. Then we 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 have turned into the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, for real. Like <laughs> they're just that that's that's a very unusual thing to have two kids at the D one level uh, unless they're not taking a lot of threes, right? Like unless somebody right. who they're only really taking two threes a game, right? And they come in mm-hmm. and they make you know one at like. But if you're take if you if you're a volume shooter and you're shooting thirty nine percent from three, that's deadly. Killing it. Yeah, that's deadly. Um, James Barnett jumps in and says, fellas, are the current guys that we have at the guard position f- fix our guard play for next year or we still try the portal? Uh, well, it depends on if Wendell comes back. I see Tony Costanza right here saying that. Saw so Wendell took Auburn off his social media bios. That's kind of telltale for this day and age when, when you yeah, know. Yeah, so he did, but media. then he then later went and put something up about Auburn on, you know, this thing. He still has it on his Twitter. I don't want to overreact to social media bio stuff. Yeah. Um, that that does mean I think that he's thinking about what his options are, but the question are mm-hmm. what are his options, right? Like, right, where would he go? Where could he go? Um, what kind of looks would he have out there? I think, again, that that speaks more to him being frustrated than that speaks to finality of a decision right now. I got you. I, I can agree with that. Um, I so if if Wendell goes. Then honestly, I don't I don't know how we can't be high on KD right now. His last similar to Flanagan, he's blossomed his last month or so. Now, n- unlike Flanagan, I think he has probably less hitches in his game. I th- Flanagan's gonna be looking for the next level because he was looking at the next level last year. He made a last minute decision along with Cardwell that okay, I'll come on back. Um, because he wanted to develop some more. KD actually developed he got better so the same aggression but like you were talking about on broadcast i he he's learning how to control it he's learning how to control that aggressiveness we saw him get to the line we saw him shoot what did he shoot in the game i don't remember i think kd was knocking him down i can't remember i know broom and flanagan missed a lot but as far as um, what, free throws free throws as well I mean. he missed one free throw in the game he he hit the rest of them that he had i believe in English. so listen K, kd has turned into the last minute no short of confidence, I got this guy, which he was last year, but now he's actually hitting those shots. And he seems to be doing a, a better job of controlling his emotions in the game and, and learning how to focus his emotions into playing well. I want KD back. Now, is it uh, is it a, a 
bench role again? I don't know. I don't know if it's a bench role. Has he earned himself some starting minutes now? I don't know. I mean, because that's a good question. To- I mean, when you look at the uh, the guards that we have, if senior Wendell comes back, sophomore Trey comes back, who are your starting guards? Because Jasper was the other starting guard for Auburn, right? right? Um, do you put Trey at the one and let Wendell be the off guard and let him, you know, be, or do you put Trey at the one and let KD come in and be your off guard and bring Wendell off the bench like you were last year, you know, and and you then have Wendell as your closer again, right? Mm. I think that that's a possibility. I don't think unless Holloway comes in and he is that one and done type of talent, I don't think he comes in and usurps any of those guys for starter minutes. Um, yeah. Or do you let Chance Westry come in and be your two guard? Right? I think he's got a good shot to be the two. The question still is, you know, Wendell Green as a starting point, uh, you go big with a Chance Westry, and then you go even bigger with a, you know, Jalen at three or Simo at three, and then you have Janai Broom at four, Treyor if he matures at four, then Janai Broom at five, right? Like, you have a lot of things that you could do, but I still think that you need to get another big. I'm very big on breakfield from Ole Miss coming in, Six seven can shoot the ball from the outside. You you insert him as a a starting three on that team, and you have mm-hmm. Janai Broom at four. Get another big at five. You 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 your roster looks way different, and you still have that depth that Bruce Pearl likes to have. Um, you just need another big man if Dylan Cardwell decides that he doesn't want to return. Right. So right. I don't know. A lot of op- opportunities out here to to make some differences. I I don't think we're as far away as people like to to complain that we are with the yeah. roster that we have when you look at the seniority that we're going to have coming back on that roster as well. Yeah. The problem for me is going to be the year after that because you're going to lose a lot of minutes. Yeah, you know what? We need some utility guys coming in here because yeah. that's something that Bruce is... What we've gotten out of high school mostly is all of the, the foundational utility guys and then you go to get one or two pieces to kind of fill in a gap, but now it's going to kind of be the other way around. We got two dynamic guards committed for the 24 cycle along with uh, a big man, right? So that's there, but okay, who's who's playing perimeter defense for us right. in, in 20? Like, I, I have no idea because all those guys are going to be gone. Jep's gone. I mean, you Flanagan still have definitely Chance Westry who, who, unless he has a, a dynamic year, right. will be coming back. Uh, Trey Donaldson should be coming back. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, but once you get past that, you, you're going to have you're going to have some some situations that you got to figure out. So, right. Patrick R jumps in here and says, uh, we need a good shooting guard, a playmaker. So, a lot of people thinking we that the, the shooting guard is a big thing. I do too. I think we need another another big guard that's a playmaker, uh, a la Alan Flanagan, maybe with a little bit better outside proficiency. Uh, Wesley Hilson, my understanding is that he had to graduate to transfer due to his visa, speaking of stretch. Mm. Um, so, you know, that's probably the only reason he remained on the team this year is that he needed to, to be a grad transfer. Uh, P-Pass jumps in and says, Wendell Green is a good floor general. Love his heart. The SEC may have adjusted to him, though. Uh, I, th- I think the, the the issue for me with Wendell is, is going to be the outside shot. If he can shoot it a little at a little higher proficiency, um, then he's going to be just fine because I think the rest of the things that he provides, he can still do those things in spades. Uh, but he yeah. just needs to be able to, to hit that outside shot a little bit better. Also, I think that we have to figure out something different besides pick and roll offense for him because it's yeah. pretty easy to just hedge on the pick and roll and, and force the ball out of his hand. 
unless yep. he's able to really get downhill. If they're if they're not going to hedge, then he's going to be great. As soon as they hedge, he becomes ineffective because of his height. So yeah. just think that we when he's in the game, we have to figure out a different way to get him involved in the offense. Yeah, yeah, agree. Uh, we'll take one more here. Anthony Rudd says, "Do you think Aiden is D one ready?" I mean, he he looks it. However, I mean, how do you ever know? There are guys who stunt in high school and then get to the. Pro- I mean, look at Trey Orr right now. Like, we who, did we think that he wasn't going to be ready for D one? No, we didn't think that. But we we don't know until guys get here, man. Some yeah. guys end up being Jabari's. End up being. Uh, I mean, I know he plays for the team, but Brandon Miller, like these are the types of finds you hope you get when you see that five-star rating is a guy who's willing to come in and he can look the way he looked a man amongst boys in high school. He can do it in college. We don't know until they get on the floor and get in the system. And then that's when we know. So Bruce is just, hopefully he's got to hit. Hopefully he's going to hit with Holloway. Yeah. We will definitely see. I, I think there's a, a lot to be determined here with this roster, but I do trust Coach Pearl is going to come in and make some things shake. Hopefully have a little bit better luck this offseason than we had last offseason uh, with people coming in and staying in the fold. Uh, so we will definitely see. Uh, we will see you all again tomorrow on another morning drop. Until then, until the next time, as always, it's War Eagle. We're out of here. Peace. Drop!